joining us today for another episode of What's Your Why Wednesday. Today, I am joined by the lovely Ashley Filator. She is a mortgage loan officer at First Option. Ashley, thank you for being here and let's kick it off. Most of us came into the mortgage industry by accident, but we stayed in the mortgage industry because it tied to our personal and professional why. So Ashley, please share with us, what is your why? That's a great question. Thanks for having me on, by the way. Uh, really, my, my big, huge why has always just been to help people. Um, really, just to be able to take them through processes, they take them through as a friend, as somebody that they can depend on. So my why is just always hoping that I can just be that person that does that for other people. When did you realize that, Ashley? Gosh, I think I've, I've realized that my entire life. That's I've wonderful. Kind of <laughs> That's wonderful. That is fantastic that you've kind of always had this desire to assist and guide and, and nurture, right? To be able mm -hmm. to do that. And, and what better industry? to do that exactly. in, than in mortgage and real estate. Okay, right. so what I wanna know now is give me a story. We all have those stories, those special families that kind of hit us right in the heart. So share with us a story of when you realized the impact of you helping families really made a difference. Okay, awesome. So, I've done so I've done so many loans and they all mean something to me. I mean, I've helped my brother and his wife get in a home. I've helped my parents refinance their home. But I think the one that really sticks out to me most is I had a, a phone call from someone who I, it was a man and I'd helped him and his wife close on a home, purchase a home about a year ago. Um, and he, you know, gave me a call and said, Hey, um, you know, my father's passed away and my mom still has the home. And she, she really, she needs to refinance the home um, because they have, you know, they had a HELOC on the home as well. Um, and she said, you know, when my father passed away, which it was literally two weeks before he called me. Oh, wow. Um, he said, we lost, or his, his mom and dad lost um, their insurance. So there was no, yeah. <laughs> so oh. there was nobody to pay for the funeral. There was nobody to pay for the headstone. There was nobody to oh. pay to to do any of these things. So I literally, she called me on the phone and we spoke and she said, I don't even know if I can do this. I don't know if I'll qualify. Um, I only have my social security at this point. I'm not going to get my husband's until it's been a bit longer. You know, he just died. And I said, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Um, but let's, let's, and she said, I don't know, maybe I should just wait until I have his income. Um, and I said, let's just, let's just play it by ear. Let's go ahead and fill out the application. I'll look at everything. Um, and I set it up and I was able to pay off everything, um, including the, you know, almost $15,000 that she had just had to charge to pay to bury her husband. Oh. Um, and it was just that, it was in that moment afterwards, after I closed the loan um, and her son reached out to me. And he said, thank you so much. You have no idea how much pressure you took off of her in that situation. I mean, literally, we closed a month to the day after he died. 
so in the and the son said she probably wouldn't have even been able to keep the home wow. if you hadn't have helped her with all of that so i honestly that that was the one that got me just because you don't think when you go and, and do you know get like i said getting families into homes is amazing but actually helping somebody keep their home after they've lost somebody that they've lived their entire life with is just, it hits different. Yeah, and that is a very, very special story in so many ways. But Ashley, what a reminder, right? What a reminder that here we are, we're mortgage professionals. We understand equity and LTV and DTI and loan programs and different options, right? But two people outside of the mortgage industry, they don't know what's available or what they can do or how they can get help. And a lot of times, especially, there's people that are embarrassed to raise their hand and say, I don't know if I can get help or not. There's people that don't know who to go to or where to go or how to get the help. And especially in a situation when you're emotionally drained, right? You just had this loss and now you're stressed and you're trying to process all this information. I think that story is such a reminder to us as mortgage professionals of that's what we do. That's what we're there to help people that they don't know. We take it for granted. We're experts. We know this stuff like the back of our hand, of course, but to other people, they don't. And that's what our role is to be able to provide that education and that support and that nurturing and that guidance and everything else. And it's such a great reminder that that's why we do what we do, right? Exactly, for the people. Yeah, it really is. Wow, yeah. I love that. Great story, great story. Okay, and on that note, okay. So, Ashley, how long, actually, how long have you been doing mortgages? How long have you been doing this? So I was in the industry, I did the operations side. Started right. that in like 2015, but I didn't even start sales until 2018. So almost okay. three years. Okay, but 15, you got in on, the, on that side. All right, so you're at the yeah. six-year mark or so. All right, yeah. so you've been doing this for, you're, you know, you're rounding the corner here. <laughs> you're reaching that first decade, right? You're, you're over the hump. So you've been doing this a while. You went from ops. You're now doing sales. You're helping all these families. Have you thought about what do you want to leave behind to the world, to the industry, to what do you want to be known for in this industry? I think, uh, honestly, I would just like to be remembered or, or thought about as somebody who stayed positive and loved my life, no matter what was going on. Because I, 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 I really always do try to look to the positive in the situation, even if there's a negative. I mean, you can always kind of spin it and, and be on the positive side of it. So I think that's definitely... How do you do that? How do you do that, Ashley? What is your way that you you try to, you know, keep it? Oh, because listen, it's always easy to go to the negative, right? I mean, that's easy. How do you, when you see or you feel that way or you see something, how do you flip it? What do you, what is your go-to? Honestly, I, I think more than anything, it's acknowledging that feeling of, oh, this feels a little like it might be going down the route that I don't want it to go down. And then it's just a conscious decision to reroute it and take it to a negative or a positive place versus a negative place. 
That's awesome. And I think you're right, right? The first step is acknowledging it. It's not sweeping it away or, or um, denying it. It's acknowledging it, right? And then, yes, mm-hmm. I think that's great advice. Well, Ashley, you are amazing. We wish you continued success and and continue to be that sunshine out to the world. Because I can tell you, I certainly look at you as being a very positive light to the world. Thank you so much. Thank you.